0: Hey guys, what's going on? G Man here. Thank you so much for downloading this week's episode of the Bullpen Cart presented by ThunderBlogSports.com. Greg, the Prophet, Piatelli, and I go through our first half awards for the 2018 Major League Baseball season. We go through both leagues, the National League and the American League, the top teams, the Cy Young half-season award winners, the MVPs, rookies of the half-season, and some bullpen guys, of course. We recorded this Tuesday afternoon on Greg's lunch break, so a little bit before the All-Star game comes out. Talked a little bit about the Home Run Derby and our thoughts on that. We also did our favorite stadium snacks and favorite bleacher creature stories of the first half of the season. It was a lot of fun to record. Definitely let us know what you think. In the comments, go make sure that you give us a five-star review on iTunes. Keep an eye out. Matt DeStefano, Matty D, and I are going to be recording a Phillies first half special on Wednesday afternoon. So if you have any questions for us, make sure to shoot us a DM on Twitter, ThunderBLG, or on Instagram, Thunderblogsports. And again, go make sure to subscribe to us, leave a five-star review, and enjoy this week's episode. Thanks again. And we are live. Welcome to this week's edition of the bullpen cart presented by thunderblogsports.com. Recording this Tuesday afternoon on his lunch break. Joining me is Greg the Prophet Piatelli. How are you, my man? Hello, world. Thank you, Tiger. <laughs>
1: yeah. Test number one, and Jordy, you've already passed.
0: Yeah. Oh, you don't think I would know that. <laughs> but, yeah, so we've uh, we've been trying to, f- to do this for a couple days, so we finally found some time, a.k.a. squeezing it in on Greg's lunch break before the All-Star break. <laughs> but we're finally getting to kind of a last-week recap, but more first-half awards. Uh, and we're in the middle of the All-Star break. Home run derby was last night. A uh, lot of fun, I thought. Greg, do you have any uh, any thoughts on it?
1: Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I mean, noticed that there was not a lot of diversity uh, up there, swinging for the fences, if you will.
0: Uh. Yeah. <laughs> well, one one AL guy,
1: and he was yes. quickly dispatched. Yes. Yeah. Bregman. Yes. I mean, to be fair, uh, I was rooting for him from the jump. Yeah. And uh, he really disappointed. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, he got close. He had those two that were right there. They're like a foot away from tying it and only, winning.
1: The only reason why I was rooting for him was because, as you mentioned, the only American League guy, and how do you not stick with your Yeah, you got to stick, stick with your, with your league.
0: league. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, we can get into the game later. later. Uh, do you remember last year he got all all pissed off? Somebody said, like, oh, you're a terrible third baseman. We should trade you, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, fuck you, man. And he went on to, like, go on a tear. He ends up being the hero in the World Series. Now he's in the fucking home run derby, the only ale guy.
1: Yeah. So do you think that they just couldn't find people to do it? Think like,
0: well, didn't a bunch of people say no? Like they said that Judge and Stanton both turned it down. So like, Mookie Betts was like, "No, I'm not a home run hitter. It just goes off the bat when
1: I hit it." (laughs) Which is an all time (laughs) Uh, line. Turned it down because a couple years ago when he was. uh, uh, with the Tigers, he was leading the American League in home runs, and they did not ask him to participate in the home run derby. So he's like, I'm never going to do it now.
0: Yeah. So It's kind of weird how they pick it. I mean, I was happy Reese got in, but I was a little surprised when he got announced just because way, he wasn't, he's not on the team. But, yeah, you know, talk, he did, talk did about, well.
1: Talk about someone like literally setting the bar high, too high. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I mean – both of his were fun to watch. I wrote a good blog that literally just went up talking about the end of it and, and how happy I was with Reese, but also the the Harper's dad throwing early shit. And it was just fun. Like that doesn't matter. It's a fucking exhibition. Just a ton of fun to watch.
1: Yeah, and not for nothing. But every every pitcher, yeah, everyone was early. doing. It. Yeah, every pitcher. I think the early. umpire just like guessed when it, when he thought it went out
0: and just said go. Like it's more fun with more home runs. We're not here to watch the refs get pissed off and throw flags and stuff. We're here to watch them hit home runs.
1: Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, I don't understand why people are so upset. It really literally means absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah. It's either Cubs fans that wanted their guy to win or people that don't
1: like fun. What do you think about the cool, the the different bats that people are using? I
0: thought those were pretty awesome. I mean, they obviously took the uh, Nationals Park and Nation's Capital theme in America to the next level. I thought it would have been kind of cool. I know with the season starting earlier, they could have possibly done it, but I guess having actual games on the 4th of July matters. But if you had it on, you know, over 4th of July with it being a Wednesday, that would have been kind of cool. Then it would have really gone well, to the level.
1: Well, that was the thing, too, because the 4th of July, that was like, that was technically the 82, right? That was the middle of the season. Yeah, it was. Season. It was the middle of the season.
0: Yeah, it's weird because so, like, it they started it in March. So, like, it's later than it has been in a while that yeah, none of it yeah. is
1: silly this late um yeah. jordy jump right into game, it you mentioned him earlier my american league slash all of major league baseball mvp for the first half
0: oh man spoiling the the pitcher award mookie bits. oh yeah gotta be <laughs> gotta be him i had I mean, a couple that i wanted to just because it's pretty obvious that it's mookie um, but I mean, well, this no, guy, this is just a,
1: this, yeah, this is just my American league, you know, 359, 23 home runs, 51 RBIs, 18 stolen bases, 79 runs. You know, he's batting first in the lineup, sort of a, a nod to how the Astros do it, putting their best hitter first, right? With Altuve, yeah. and, and, you know, something Alex Corr brought over smart, smart move, smart baseball, you know, well, the it's, days it's, of having a, it's why you can't knock him for having lower RBIs. You, that's first, and he still has twenty three dingers. Right, exactly, and like not for nothing, but uh, you, you know the 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 days of Brett Gardner and Johnny Damon hitting leadoff and getting on with a you know hitting two hundred and getting on every so often are over. You know you you have to put your best guy who has some speed at first fir- hitting first. It's just the way it has to go. Um,
0: well, and it helps when so, you have twenty five doubles and a couple triples. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, it helps when you're, when you're Mookie Betts and you're the best player on the planet right now. And the ball just, also, the ball just
0: goes off the bat when he hits it. Yeah,
1: and when he got... Uh, <laughs> what an all-time line. <laughs> <laughs> and when he got, uh, you know, I should say, uh, gypped of the MVP a couple of years ago. Jordy, quick trivia question about uh, Mookie Betts. Do you know his real name? Mookston. Marcus um, Lynn. Wow. Did not know that. Marcus Lynn Betts, born in 1992. Yeah, from Nashville. He is, 20, 25 years old. Unbelievable, Jordy. Uh, do you have anyone in the, in the American League?
0: Yeah, the, the only other guy, or there's a couple that, that you could mention. The one I, I really wanted to, those, a personal favorite of mine, uh, plays third base for the Cleveland Indians. That's Jose Ramirez. Mm. Uh, it's got 29 homers, 70 ribbies. And really just continuing that tear he was on last year. He's batting 302, slugging percentage at 628, um, OPS over a thousand. His war is technically higher than Mookie's at 6.6 versus Mookie's 6.3. But again, we just talked about where they bat. Uh, you know, Jose bats third, Mookie bats three. So, you know, a little bit different there. I'm not sure if war totally calculates where you bat in the lineup with it, but both guys are are up there with you know, I would say. Mookie is a number of steps ahead. I'd say Jose is probably at least a step ahead of a couple other guys that would be up there, maybe a half step, but uh, he's definitely on a nice tear and should continue that as the Indians' offense continues to rise.
1: Yeah, no, and that uh, was great second choice, and he definitely, uh, definitely is a guy that's impressed this year and leading a Cleveland team that strongly, strongly needs a, an offensive superstar.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I almost picked J.D. Martinez because the guy is 80 RBI, and I was going to play over-under with you later with how many does he finish with. Um, you know, and I think he's, a, he's one of the guys, Mike Trout might be the other, that's a half step, maybe a, at most a full step behind Jose Ramirez, but I still think are a couple steps behind Mookie for yeah. the MVP race right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, Mike Trout, just his average and his on-base percentage is not there, anywhere near where the other yeah. three are so he definitely he he's definitely just up be there because he's he's doing the LeBron he's literally carrying this team right now uh, yes and no I mean he should not be in the conversation um it really should be Mookie JD and and uh I oh no I totally agree cares. you just got you have to acknowledge
0: <laughs> you have to acknowledge where, the, where that no nope. offense is. I mean 79 or nope. 79 or 71 runs I'm looking at Mookie 79 that's a, you know that's pretty good he scores when he gets on so you got to nope. acknowledge that 25 nope. homers <laughs> uh no i'm just giving you a hard time yeah. uh
1: let's jump over the no end. listen
0: yeah you want to jump over to nl or do you have one other guy nope let's do it all right nl i'll you want me to start
1: you know jordy i don't think we're gonna have the same people so please start
0: i've nolan arenado of the colorado nice. another third baseman one future of my red guys Sox. Ooh, future red Sox. hot take is he a free agent next year
1: the word is that they're gonna trade for him at the Ooh. deadline that's the that's the big thing going around right now Ooh, that'd be that'd be awesome he is uh, a fun over.
0: fun player to watch and it's nice it's that he finally over. got the start uh, i think he might have last year but he's he got it this year where chris bryant did not get that cubs vote to get onto the or get onto the starting lineup and guy bats 312 20 or 23 uh homers 68 ribbies i mean just has always been first class in terms of third baseman in major league baseball and really in the national league. And you know, it's nice to see that he's starting and, and I you know, fully acknowledge where he is. Uh, you might have the other guy that I was considering. So I'm going to jump it over to you for who you have.
1: Yeah. Great transition there with the Cubs, Javier Baez, the guy who was actually carrying the team for the Cubs carrying the offense. Uh, you know, you're talking about a guy who's 72 RBIs, 18 stolen bases, yeah. you know, 61 runs. So, just a guy that can do it all, uh, offensively, speed, power, big spots, he hits uh and, and a guy that's only gonna get better. I mean, it's amazing how how much young talent. I mean, we, we I feel like we talked about how many about times is he stolen home this year? Twice? Twice, yeah. I mean every yeah. 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 I mean I feel like we've talked about it a couple of times, but uh, you know, the young talent in Major League Baseball and in the NHL is ridiculous off the charts. So uh, it's oh, a exciting.
0: reference too. Yeah, all right. it's, oh, yeah. Always, hey, Did you see
1: your boy Pedro
0: acknowledged and, and said it was awesome to see all the young guys? He's Pedro. the first uh, of the the vets to finally acknowledge it. No old man yelling at cloud for him.
1: <laughs> I mean, Pedro's always been class of the act. Always knew uh, knew who the good players were. And you're talking about Pedro Martinez, probably the greatest pitcher of all time, who put up the oh, unbelievable. No- Unbelievable numbers he did in an era where people were juicing everything and, and hitting the ball everywhere, and he was still had an ERA below like below three and still was hitting, striking out a ton of guys. And yeah. immac- and it wouldn't be the All-Star game without acknowledging him at Fenway. Yeah.
0: Uh, 19 years ago, it was 99, right? 99, the immaculate inning. Yeah.
1: Oh, man, that, the was, that was uh, Yeah, fun. no, great. Nolan Arenado, great choice. Jordy, that was my first. Javi Baez was my second. So huge, yeah. huge, 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 huge there, Jordy. Uh, I'd
0: throw, uh, just because we did it with EAL, I'd throw Freddie Freeman in probably as my third.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could argue he's the most valuable person for his specific team. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, not for nothing, Jordy, there was a question submitted to this pod, I believe, a couple of weeks ago. Who, looking back who won the offseason in the Yankees or Red Sox and J.D. Martinez versus John Carlos Stanton I would 100% say J.D. Martinez and the Red Sox but a million uh, you know, percent I would agree with you there <laughs> I, 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 whoever was working the pod that day that uh, was, uh, was Jared it was jarred. You, and, you and Jared did not pick uh, J.D. but joke's on you J.D. Uh.
0: <laughs> you want to play over under now? what do you think he ends? who should we set a line?
1: Sure, because we don't have Giancarlo home run watch this year. Mm-hmm. Nope. can't have that. I mean, <laughs> technically we have a we have a JD we have a JD home run watch. We could, yeah. His pace right now, man. What, what would it be? Like 59, 58? I think his pace is fifty nine, if not sixty. Because he hit like three. Yeah, yeah. He's right. he's on pace. Jordy, remember? Remember, there was a team last year who uh, didn't hit a single grand slam. Uh, Was it the Red Sox? Yeah, they've hit like nine already this year.
0: Something crazy like that. Well, it's funny you mention that because DraftKings, if you have their – like they have a sports app that you can like check scores and everything. No uh, DraftKings Live it's called. And it'll send uh, Grand Slam updates because it always has to keep you updated with like, you know, all the stats and everything because hmm. it's related to a daily fantasy site. And the Grand Slam Alerts, Every time I look, it's either uh, Xander Bogarts or <laughs> JD Martinez or Mookie or whomever. It mm. always seems to be a Red Sox or Scooter Jeanette, who could be another one to throw up there. Uh, he has a couple great salamis this year, but mm. um, yeah, it's uh, it's funny funny that uh, you know they they make up for it. Water always finds its
1: level. Nice, well played. Uh, yeah, no, and and you know I think it's been certainly a fun year an exciting year. Uh, I think. It's a clear, obvious race between the top three teams in the American League. and The National League is so wide open that uh, there's rumors circulating right now on the very interwebs and Twitter sphere that the deal is in place for Manny Machado and that a National League team has been selected. They have not said which National League team, but there's three frontrunners, Dodgers, Brewers, and your Philadelphia Phillies. So keep an eye out, Jordy. By the time this pod comes out, it might have been official.
0: Well, it's supposed to come out Wednesday morning. I'm going to try to drop this Tuesday night for everybody's car ride home. Uh, so nice. keep an eye out. And uh, that's a good a good way for me to at least point out. Matt DiStefano and I are going to be doing a Phillies midseason special, just like we did at the one quarter mark. We're going to be recording that Wednesday night. So look out for that Thursday morning in your podcast feeds. So make sure you subscribe. But yeah, I agree with you. It's definitely uh, yeah, Yankees, Red Sox, Astros are there probably locks at this point to, to make the playoffs and your Boston Red Sox are starting to uh, get a couple legs up on the Yanks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the Red Sox certainly came into the all-star break super hot. Uh, Unbelievable tear and run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even further back than that, unbelievable tear and run and uh, Yankees kind of sputtered in and the Yankees still have a lot of games, they haven't played that the Red Sox have. So uh, hopefully the Red Sox can continue to take advantage of that and continue to to build a little cushion. Uh, I think the Yankees, if we're being honest, the Yankees, yes, their offense, you know, go into a couple of walls here and there is the big thing that is going to drop off here in the second half.
0: You think so? The, their offense drops off?
1: No, they're pitching.
0: They're pitching. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting point, and we can talk about pitching in a second. Um, we should acknowledge too. The Indians have a seven and a half game lead in the Central, so I think they're close to a lock. They kind of cold coming into it, and the the Twins were particularly hot. But I mean, we saw this a little bit last year, and then the Indians went on their twenty plus game win streak. I forget the the exact number, Um, but their offense took a went became white hot in August, and we could definitely see that happen again. So I think. They're pretty safe to say that they're in the playoffs as well. The second wild card race is going to be fun to watch, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's easily the Yankees and Red Sox, obviously. And then from there, it's – I mean, whatever team doesn't win the East is winning that spot. And then from there, like you said, it's a toss-up.
0: Yeah, I mean, right now it would be – right now it would be the the Mariners going to Yankee Stadium – uh, but the the A's aren't going away any, and they could they could be a team that drops off uh, the angels could you know maybe diffuse the dumpster fire and and get back into this race um, i the twins would need a lot of help i mean they're the rays are technically more in the wild card race than the los angeles angels of anaheim of california of north america i fucked up the thing but the tampa bay rays are right there so i mean we we have a lot of a lot of teams kind of in the mix but If it ends up being, if the Mariners start running away with it, it could be a very National League heavy pennant race uh, in terms of that, what we're watching down the stretch. And everybody else is just trying not to get hurt and trying not to get too rusty.
1: Yeah, I mean, Oakland's still hanging around, too. And that's a team that scares me a lot uh, because they virtually swept. I mean, the Red Sox won. I think two out of six or one out of six, but they virtually swept the Red Sox during the regular season, and they're not playing them again, so they scare me for sure. But, Judy, let's head over to the National League, or let's head to pitching. Uh, National League pitchers, please, please, please say your boy. Pitcher so far at the halfway point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll take Nola just because I love the guy, and he had a little bit of a struggle in his last start before the All-Star break, but he – I mean, when he is on, Greg, he is so much fun to watch. The guy's dealing left and right. Uh, and I think the the crazy thing to point out is that even at times where Gabe Kapler's pulled him early because of pitch counts and stuff like that, he's still up there in terms of total innings pitched with – he's tied with Chris Sale. He has more than the Yankees' Luis Severino. It's more than Garrett Cole, the Astros. Uh, really, the only – the big names that have more than him are Verlander, Bauer, and scherzer so i mean he the guy's still eating up innings he's striking out a number of guys um his whip is below one so i mean he's definitely been proving himself as the phillies ace he's 12 and 3 first phillies pitcher to win 12 games before the all-star break since 1993 when they went to the world series not a big deal but um (laughs) you know i think fact that he wasn't included on the before they announced the starters ESPN had a at a couple of different nationally pitchers and he's not thrown on there is ridiculous especially when he's the only Phillies pitcher uh you know it's great Reese Hoskins had such a good night last night but he's not on the all-star team and we'll see I mean it, it's it's a weird weird vibe when your pitcher is the only player selected because he might come in in a blink and you miss it moment he might come in for just a single inning or even if um if uh, your boy Dave Roberts is getting a little more, you know, m- matching it up, I wouldn't think he'd do that with a starter, of bring him in for just one batter, or one righty in like the fifth inning. But who well, knows? Did, we'll see how. We'll see if the pitch? American League comes out. When did he
1: pitch? He pitched Saturday, so he's right. eligible to pitch. So he'll yeah. probably pitch just one inning. Because there's a bunch of there's a bunch of pitchers who pitch Sunday who are just not, but uh, top guys. I'm saying, but yeah. yeah, I mean that's the that's the that's the craziest part about the Phillies so far. In my opinion, is that. Like they're getting leading the American League East, uh, ahead of the Nationals, ahead of National League East. Sorry, National League East, ahead of the Mets, ahead of the Braves, uh, leading a division that everyone thought they would finish either last or second to last in. And quite frankly, no one's talking about them, and that's no. I mean, give all the credit in the world to Gabe the Babe, and if they add Machado right now, I mean, granted, our boy would have to play a different position, but. Uh, <laughs> my boy at least not your boy but who, who's uh
0: Kingery? Who, uh, scott kingery
1: yeah
0: no no it, it'd be interesting no, to see was... how that
1: scott kingery plays shortstop for the phillies oh i was thinking third but
0: yeah i mean that'd be michael franco and who on a couple different rumored players in there i've seen that franco could be included so he could go over there or move kingery to third because he's played third a couple times
1: as long as, as long as the Phillies don't get rid, of, get rid of Sir Anthony, I think we're good. But <laughs> They're not. <laughs> Sir Anthony's off limits. Uh, Any pitching guys that I've seen thrown out there are all,
0: and this is all on Twitter, so don't think I have some sort of unknown sources. Um, but I've seen just minor league guys. Adonis Medina is uh, the big one that seems like if the Phillies are getting, uh, are getting Machado, he's in that deal. Uh, maybe a couple other prospects. I've seen Franco, Crawford j p Crawford, the uh, former top prospect for the for the Phillies who's never really performed well in the majors uh plus Adonis mm-hmm. is one that I saw it was one that was falsely reported by a fake Phillies account yeah. uh, but that could be but i've seen their names thrown out in a couple different ones on twitter uh you got to watch out with all those rumors but um you know we'll see if if they land him that would be huge and i think you're right it would definitely bring the phillies into the forefront of a lot of conversations it's frustrating as a phillies fan to see that a lot of people on phillies twitter last night were upset that bryce harper kept getting interviewed and reese hoskins didn't get interviewed once bryce harper got interviewed after every single round uh they brought in different guys that were competing to talk to the guys and you know on the booth on the and on the sidelines, Carl Ravich and Mark Teixeira and Reese Hoskins was one of I think him and Max Muncie were the only two that didn't really get any sort of love, and they were the two semifinalists. So a little frustrating there, but you know we'll see how they go. I have enough. You know, there's still a lot of a lot of kinks the Phillies have to work out. They're pretty bad defensively. Yeah, I mean, I pitching think,
1: just I think makes up for it. Sorry, not to come back to, it, but I think you're you're misunderstanding ESPN and their role here in, in the home run derby. They're they're. Their role is not to interview Max Muncy, who no one's ever heard of, and Reese Hoskins, who maybe the Northeast has heard of, but no one else outside of that has heard of. Their goal, their Everybody job heard of him is, last year. Everybody remembers job, him. Their job, if, if – their job is to interview Bryce Harper, the big names, to get – promote the league, promote the future of it. And, yes, Reese is a part of the future of the league, but
0: – He has a dog named Rookie. This is a baseball guy. Okay. Promote the shit out of him.
1: Bryce Harper literally is about to sign the largest contract in Major League Baseball history, if not American sports history. So obviously, they're going to promote this guy. All right, all right. I agree with that. Did, did you notice? Did, wanna, you, did you see Mike Trout once last night? No.
0: Uh, they showed. I
1: think they either showed his tweets or. Did you see? Weed. Did you see Mookie Betts last night? Yes. Yes, they're, promoting, they're promoting this All-Stars future studs of the league. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Jordy. Oh, my, shade there. little uh, shade there. My, uh, my pitcher for the National League is Max Scherzer, obviously. Yeah. 12 wins, 182 Ks, 2.29 ERA. Um, nothing that can be said outside of the fact the Red Sox hit him well, so I'm not worried about him come playoff time. But, they,
0: they got to him early.
1: I was at that game. It was fun. Yeah, a, a lot of fun to watch, and I was looking out for you on the TV uh, television. But yeah, you weren't I mean, finding me, I was
0: deep, deep up in the in the uh, the nosebleeds. <laughs> Fourteen bucks, I got those seats for. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: But no, they uh, definitely, definitely the the two-eyed fellow uh, per usual having an Jesus. unbelievable season. <laughs> um, my America League pitcher of the of the. Do you want to throw? Well,
0: before you get to your guy, do you want to throw in a a. a third finalist for uh nl cy young of the half season are we doing
1: bullpen guys
0: well we will get to bullpen guys but for starters
1: no i don't who do you
0: have i would throw your guy john lester on there uh maybe formerly your guy but he's had a pretty good year um i mean the cubs pitching had been pretty bad to start and and lester's definitely been up there um decent era on the uh, on the uh what's it called the the uh, all-star team 12 and two just the rest of his stats aren't that impressive comparatively 2.58 era only 88 strikeouts but he's never really been a big strikeout guy right
1: yeah Um, and it helps when you run a team that has a plus 114 run differential so
0: yeah so yeah but you'd you'd probably throw him up maybe mike fulton from the braves because he's been pretty good but he kind of slid a little bit coming into the all-star break so just a couple other guys to throw out there instead of the the obvious
1: few for the American League, so young. In my opinion, and you're not, allowed to, any, you're not allowed to say anyone. You're not allowed to say anyone else. Yeah, I mean, I to be fair, I picked the two stars the uh, the All Star game, with a nod yeah. to your boy Aaron Nola. But Chris, sale, shocker two, of who you're picking. Yeah, two point two three ERA, one hundred eighty eight <laughs> strikeouts, ten wins, point nine zero WHIP. Uh, Pretty ridiculous. I'm talking about a guy who, yes, the Red Sox have an absurd one hundred sixty three run differential, but he. Is getting very little help, uh, run wise. So, he goes out, dominates every single start, uh, with the exception of one, maybe two, kind of weak ones. But other than that, guy is unstoppable. Uh, Right up there in strikeouts, obviously Trevor Bauer leading the league in strikeouts, but Chris Sale, you know, not that far behind. So I'm excited. Sales
0: losses like two nothing losses. Like he let up two earned runs, and the Red Sox didn't put up anything for him. Just to prove your point.
1: Exactly, and the other one was one yeah. nothing, and and yeah. he literally he very rarely gets that's run support from the offense when he's pitching. But that's always how it goes, isn't it? That the top guys very rarely get run support. So, um, you know, Jordy, do you even want to mention someone, or should we just move on for time? For I sakes? mean, it's
0: it's worth mentioning Justin Verlander because he's having a pretty good year. You oh, mentioned yeah. Bauer.
1: Good point. Justin uh, the Verlander. other guy that.
0: that I wouldn't throw as a finalist, but it's worth mentioning because he might get traded pretty soon. as Blake Snell of the Tampa Bay Rays? He's having a pretty good year two point two seven ERA uh, and twenty starts, one hundred nineteen innings pitched. He'll definitely look out for his name as you look at trade rumors. And if your team is in the market for somebody, he might be a good guy to get. Same with uh, J. A. Happ of the Blue Jays, yeah. But the who is Ra- also rumored to get moved very soon? The Rays are in it, so yeah. But you know, we saw we've seen this before where in the two weeks after the trade deadline that a team comes out, you know, two and eight, and then all of a sudden they're pretty much out of it or, and trade somebody, or that happens to them in August, as we've seen over the last couple of years. And they do it in the waiver deadline, which is a little bit, a little bit more fancy. And we can get to that as we get into August, but definitely I, I would definitely, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw his name definitely. And it's almost a lock that Hap's getting moved at some point. Yes, uh, but what's next you want to do, do? We didn't do top NL teams of the of the season. We kind of mentioned the Phillies. We talked about them a little bit. Did um, we do
1: top? Did we talk, do top American League team?
0: Yeah, we already did that. We already we. Well, we kind of talked about the leaders. That's kind of basically what we did. No, uh, but I'm sorry, we
1: didn't do teams yet. do I do rookie. I got I got a couple rookies. I got, got to do rookies? rookies. I got a rookie and a bullpen mm-hmm. guy. Let's do bullpen guys. Okay, well, mine's both. Two for one are. Oh, Josh no. What? Oh, all right, say who it is. Josh Hader. Oh Mark yeah. Uh, Good pick. Fourteen holes, seven saves, two wins, eighty-nine strikeouts. Eighty nine strikeouts with a one point five zero ERA. Technically, technically, technically at this moment, he does not qualify for like he's not a qualified pitcher or whatever. Um well, yeah, You mean for, like, ERA and all that? For, like, the awards at the end of the year because he hasn't made enough appearances yet. I oh, believe. for Rookie of the Year? Right. okay. But, but by the end of the season, he will. He definitely deserves it, earns it. Um, but Josh Hader, for sure, my bullpen guy for the National League of the first half.
0: No, I like that a lot. That's a really good pick. I'm going to go with uh, Adam Atavino, Ot- I think is how you pronounce it, of uh, the Colorado Rockies, 20 holds on a season, 41 appearances, 41 44.1 innings pitched, 67 Ks, uh that 1.62 ERA and a .92 whip. Um and I mean you you could go with uh, Archie Bradley of the um the Diamondbacks as well, but both of these guys very good shutdown relievers. And really helping their teams out. Um, and I think with the Rockies kind of in the position that they're in, I think he could definitely be a guy that helps them remain uh, close in their race. They're two games back of the Dodgers. And, and definitely when your starting pitching staff is pretty abysmal, com- especially comparatively to the Diamondbacks, which is part of why I picked him over Bradley. Uh, you know, having a good back end certainly helps you out there. So I'm going with, uh,
1: with our guy. From the Rockies, I love it. I love it. Um, Switching over to the American League, I'm going Edwin Diaz from the Seattle Mariners. Oh, great pick! Great pick. Thirty-six saves, seventy-nine Ks, two point two five ERA, and a WHIP of point seven nine. You know, like you mentioned, you mentioned the Seattle uh, Seattle Mariners being one of the league leaders and most likely. Uh, definitely a playoff team. Uh, he's a big reason why. You know, you, you don't have thirty six oh, yeah. yeah, you don't have thirty six <laughs> saves on the season without uh you know having a unbelievable conversion rate and he certainly has earned that role and responsibility and uh definitely set himself up nicely here for the future.
0: Yeah. No, no, that's a great pick. Um and I'm gonna go with your guy, Craig Kimbrell from your nice. Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Thirty Love saves. It. He's second in the league in um uh and he's uh technically I guess converted a I don't know if it's a better percentage, but he's blown less saves at uh two blown saves compared to Diaz's three. Um, but has has only made seven le- or seven less appearances, but at one point seven seven ERA, 0.89 whip. And uh, you know, I mean he's definitely been you know the he's definitely gotten at least uh back to even on the investment the the Red Sox made and I would argue the return on investment's been pretty high above uh even and and I think you guys have uh, been pretty happy with that especially compared to you know some other some other closers that other teams have uh, gone out and acquired and I think kimbrell has been uh worth every penny
1: yeah and and a guy who's a free agent at the end of this year so it's really a Will they pay him? Won't they pay him? Type situation. So, sure. Hopefully, hopefully they do again because uh, clearly, like you said, it, it has been worth it. Uh, Jordy, give me a rookie of the year, just one uh, that's not named Josh Hader.
0: Yeah. So, there's a couple you could go with. Uh, we could go with your guy from my fight and fills, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez. But I'm going to go with a, with a couple guys from. On the behind or from the uh, batter's side of the plate, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go with Jesse Winkler mm-hmm. of the Cincinnati Reds, who having himself a pretty good season so far uh, 293 batting average, uh, slashing 404. So this guy gets on base a lot, he has a lot of walks, not a ton of extra base hits, 15 doubles, no triples, seven homers, but he has 42 RBIs on a team that, um, uh, you know, has, has been better as of late. The Reds aren't really going away, even though they're dead last, but they actually have the second highest run score at the NL Central. Their pitching is just god-awful. What they do also, you mean, Craig, the Dark Knight hasn't saved them? Well, he sort of has, but, Greg, they, uh, they've let up 493 runs. Yikes. The next closest team <laughs> to that... Um, well, there's a couple teams in the AL that have let up 500, but the next closest team in the... Uh, in the National League are the Miami Marlins, but to, on the flip side, they scored 461 runs, which is better than the entire NL East. It's better than every other team in the Central except for the Cubs, and it's better than every team in the West except for the Colorado Rockies. Wow! Yeah. That's so amazing. Winkler's a big part of that with forty with uh, you know forty plus ribbies, and you know hilariously his WAR is below below zero but still a big part of it he gets on base he scores some runs and you know the reds aren't really going to do a ton but they do have three all-stars so good for you
1: uh, yeah and somehow they have three all-stars in the phillies only have one even though the phillies are in first place um well that, they, any they actually, so <laughs> yeah so my guy from the miami marlins who you the aforementioned miami marlins brian anderson good pick uh, 50, 55 runs 109 hits thank you jordy 23 doubles 49 RBIs uh, with a batting average of .288. Um, sort of a bright future, if you will. Uh, one of the guys they did not get rid of. <laughs> one of their youth guys they did not get rid of under the new regime. Well, crazily, uh, they,
0: one of the guys that they got who's also qualifies as a rookie, Lewis Brinson, who they got for Christian Yelich, and the Brewers had kind of a a rough go at it for him to start his career. He really has not been paying off, and he was supposed to be a Rookie of the Year candidate at the beginning of the season. So good thing that they have a guy like Anderson that, that's showing a bright spot, because otherwise it might be a, a a real dark night on South Beach.
1: Yeah, and I would love to see the statistics of why they chose any of these people over Christian Yelich, But, <clears throat> I mean, that's just... any of the money ball BS or whatever Jeter tried to pull. But real quick, can we pause from this award show and talk quickly about how one person's death affected an entire franchise to the point where you're talking about a team with Jose Fernandez, who was playoff contenders. Yeah. And all of a sudden, one fateful night morning and now, Giancarlo's gone. Didi's gone. Yelich is gone. The whole team, the team's been sold. Uh, the stadium's in whatever, like huge The city. Uh, Derek Jeter came in and cleaned house. Just amazing to me, the franchise, how it turned around in less than six months. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. It's crazy. I mean, there has to be a book or something written about this. Like, nuts no it is absolutely absurd and we saw this
0: kind of before when they first became miami that they don't or really i guess after they won the world series too in 2003 they sent everybody away then yeah josh beckett
1: yeah you're right and it yeah. just doesn't it just doesn't make sense
0: like, like what guy.
1: yeah like what yeah <laughs> like what's the point like i don't get like you know Miami. It seems to be a hot place to go in terms of like basketball. People want to go there and and vacation, especially like basketball. People want to go there all the time. So, to the heat and what have you. So, what? Why? You know why can't the Marlins pay their players, keep them there?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess when you nearly bankrupt Miami by building that monstrosity of a stadium, uh, it's tough. The Tough there um, to really kind of, I guess, have the funds to pay them. I I don't know. I mean, we know what Bill Simmons thinks about, you know, you know, shooting, you know, people paying for their own fucking stadiums. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that Marlins team is never really, it's not like Moneyball (laughs) where the movie so, so blatantly shows like we're a small market team and can't do this. Like you'd think Miami could possibly with, you know, sustain a, baseball franchise where you know I, I don't know i mean yeah
1: no sorry sorry to get us on tangent but there jordy uh i did want to mention going back to i didn't want to get us going off there but ronald acuna jr the guy that you and i both yeah. had uh as a preseason Rookie of the Year um turnaround has seven home runs uh 11 doubles 24 runs scored himself Hitting 249, not great, but certainly a guy that has impacted the Braves in a positive way and, and a big reason as to why they are right up there with the Phillies atop the NL East.
0: Yeah, and, and Ozzie's right there too. I don't think he qualifies as a rookie anymore, but that youth mm. of, the, uh, of the Atlanta Braves is certainly something. Uh, if you're a Phillies fan like myself or a Mets fan or, or a Nationals fan, it's definitely something to be, uh, to be
1: worried about for the next couple of years. All right, Jordy, since we both agree the Red Sox with 68 wins, the most wins in baseball, 30 losses, uh-huh. the least amount of losses in all of baseball, plus uh, 163, highest ratio in, in baseball. First in runs scored, fourth in runs uh, against it's all of not the baseball. highest run differential in baseball. The Astros are higher. Sorry, second, but definitely the best team in all of baseball. Since we both agree on that, the best in the American League. Jordy, give me your National League team, because I think we're going to differ Differ here because national league is so close, give me your national league team of the first half
0: yeah it is a it's an interesting spot to be in because you have so many different teams that have their own faults when you think about it, but yet they're in first place. you have my Phillies, you have the cubs and you have the Dodgers, all that their ups and downs I'm going to go with the Cubs because it's just you know they're quietly starting to you know pull their numbers up they're plus 114 and in, in run differential uh the brewers aren't going away even with a six game losing streak and a, and a big old skid the cubs have finally overtaken them in the division uh we saw this last year they were actually three games back they started a a series with the brewers they went out and got jose quintana and really just went away with it and i don't know if they're going to make a, another blockbuster splash at the deadline but I think we're going to start seeing them run away with it. I think the Brewers still hang on in the playoff question in the playoff category, but um, yeah, I think the Cubs start to pull away in that division. So I think I'm going to pick them for the first half, especially for how they finished and how they were, they never really seemed out of it, even when they were sometimes in fourth place in their division.
1: Yeah, no. And, and I 100% had them as well. Um, You know, I think the key is winning at home, you know, twenty-eight and 15 at home versus 27, yep. 23 on the road. And, and a team that should scare anyone in the national league because they have been able to have the most of my wins in the national league with out their starting pitching being what it's been in the last couple of years. Exactly. And, and, the and they still, so, aren't letting up that many runs, right? So if they can figure it out and turn things around here, uh, starting pitching wise, you know, John Lester scary. said it best, very scary. John Lester said it best, uh, last night he said the bullpen has been there the offense has been there it just hasn't been there starting pitching as a unit so we he basically said that starting pitching will be better for the rest of the year and that's a scary thought to think about
0: yeah no no, no it's definitely a good one greg who's your team quick the cubs
1: i had the cubs all right
0: yeah we agree on it twice I that's thought,
1: uh, i thought i thought you were taking the fills but
0: no well i you know we're doing the Phillies special tomorrow. We're going to go into them in depth. It's definitely an awesome story. Uh, you know, we weren't expecting them to be where they are. Certainly uh, leading the division at the all-star break, you know, nearly a hundred games into the season. Uh, it's awesome to see. They had kind of a rough go at it with the end of that road trip, losing two or three in Miami. Uh, but yeah. you know, we'll see that the, the, there are a lot of things the Phillies need to pick up in the second half and, Maddie and I'll go into that a lot tomorrow, so make sure that you uh, stay tuned for the next episode.:
1: Yes. Um,
0: wrap things 30. up. Do you want to do favorite stadium snack and bleacher creature of the se- of the first half?
1: Yeah, I mean favorite stadium snack has to be does lemonade. glorious uh, oh, yeah. park <laughs> No. I mean, honestly, um, you know a big one that I thoroughly enjoyed was in Arizona. I'm um, Heading out to Diamondbacks ballpark out there. You and I both were at Phillies or at Nationals Park this year, but uh, Diamondbacks where they play is unbelievable, and they have a—they're
0: always up know, there on, on full, lists. You know the, the uh, listicles. They,
1: they have so many so many good, unique, cool foods like the rattlesnake sauce on their wings and all these random great places that if you haven't checked it out, or you haven't googled it and listened to the pod from the recap pod from when I got back. Please go back
0: mine uh if i had to go with one probably stay at home with bulls barbecue uh definitely one that I, it's a go-to for me uh one that i wanted to do though uh just because you mentioned i went to nats park i went to fenway earlier this year uh, obviously citizens bank Park. So i want to do a, a power rankings of the hot dogs i had there uh i'm gonna go fenway number one and then citizens bank Obvious. number two yeah the fenway frank lived up to the hype the hype you gave uh. me greg <laughs> and then uh number three, and we talked about this in the last pod, but Nationals Park, back to their Coney Dogs. You know, tur- I like Coney Dogs. I wasn't expecting it uh, in Washington, D.C., but it also you know, wasn't that great. So Fenway, CBP, Nats Park. So I wanted to, to do that uh, as a fun little twist on the on the uh, stadium snacks. But uh, quickly to wrap right, things up, you. what was your favorite bleacher creature story of the first half?
1: I mean, it has to be the girl who – the baseball went into her beer and she chugged it
0: right oh yeah it's got to be her i have another one that is alcohol related as well the uh, the bar <laughs> in
1: most of the guy the trigger got absolutely dropped
0: oh yeah that guy oh my do you see the uh you see pussy riot completely different sport pussy Riot um ran of the field during the world cup final they weren't streaking or anything, but that was pretty wild. My yeah. bleacher creature, though, the bar in Baltimore that gives out a shot every time Chris Davis gets a hit, that is utterly <laughs> hilarious just because of how bad that season's been going. Embarrassing. Yeah, yeah and embarrassing, embarrassing that is for him. Uh, so definitely one to uh, to keep an eye out for because it might get mentioned if uh, – it might get continually get mentioned as that season kind of dwindles down. The other one I had, though, was the Padres taking the – the bus through san francisco or the giants taking it through san diego because uh, their team bus didn't arrive so they took a public bus or a tour bus What? that's um, awesome yeah it was a yeah. pretty good one but yeah you know it it's been like a the fun- capitals <laughs> yeah, well, yeah except they didn't win anything um but it is an even year but greg i think that's going to do it for us i know you got to get back to work soon so I just wanted to thank you again for coming on. Uh, definitely a lot of fun. We'll be sure to, you know, have a plenty of more podcasts coming down the second half. Again, make sure to keep an eye out for next week. Uh, Greg, anything else you got?
1: Go Tiger. Hello world, and go Sox.
0: Yeah, British Open this week. Uh, go Tiger. Go Rory. Go Phils. And hello. I'll be there Friday. Go Let's Sox. Let's get Manny.
1: Let's get Manny. Let's Woo! get Manny. Hashtag Go Sox.